It is the brink. Welcome everybody once again to your favourite podcast in the entire world as we bring you episode 46 of the rebooted, rebranded podcast. I can probably really say rebooted. I mean, it's been over a year now, but hey, it works and rolls off the tongue quite well. I uh, hope your week has been fantastic. We've got another great episode for you today. Plenty to get to. New material, old material, everything else in between. And as we always generally start off with, we have a bit of a look back at the week in terms of our uh, our listenership stats. Who's been listening? Special shout out to everybody around the world. Uh, as always, Australia, hello. Um, Hobart, I'm looking at here. Melbourne, great. Launceston even. I thought we'd scare you guys off by the fact that we bag you out a lot. But um, also New Zealand. Uh, big week for our New Zealand listeners. Auckland, uh, a big uh, base there, obviously trying to get an update on the election. We don't have Nick on this week, so I think we're going to lose a bit of a New Zealand listener this week. Uh, and also uh, the UK, again, Canada, fantastic. And the Cook Islands, hello to our Cook Islands friends. I wasn't aware that you guys listened, but um, we appreciate any sort of listeners coming from other parts of the world. And um, Cook Islands is a new country this week to join us. So uh, hello. And I uh, hope that we can uh, give you another podcast this week that's up to the standards that you're perhaps used to. Well, it's been a few weeks since we've had this guy on the show, and um, I don't really know why. He's just doing shit. Uh, it's Noah. Hello, Noah. Noah Hi. Groves. What's up? I'm ever so impressed with your ability to jump straight from eating garlic bread into an introduction <laughs> to a podcast. I've known about, I'm known as for many things. One is eating a slice of garlic bread and then <laughs> jumping tra- straight in. I was smooth transition into doing a podcast. I mean, I can eat it on air if you want me to. There's still two pieces I've, there. I've seen the garlic bread, so I didn't want mm. to we were going to just jump straight in. But Don't worry, I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm looking at that garlic bread. Um, but, um, you know, just catching up. We were going to play some board games at some point. We might still today. I don't know yet. We've got a few mm. hours ago. We're waiting like for our palmy. The Survivor episode might go for a long time. Who knows? But, um, I mean, you, you how's been back? You're still hating mm, it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when are you leaving again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're going on a road trip with me, hopefully, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Um, if I'm still in the country, then yeah. <laughs> um, Two and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually leaving tonight. Fair enough. Have your palmy and leave. Yeah. I'm used to that with people. The last supper. <laughs> it's a good last supper. But uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you've adjusted back. Do you, are you uh, honestly in that zone where you're kind of like, oh, it doesn't even feel like I left? Yeah, a little bit. It was weird when I first got back, but now I feel like I've adjusted back to it a bit more and um, everything seems a bit more normal. The accent and that was so jarring when I got back. But <laughs> What's the biggest change uh, in Snug since you've been back? Uh, Just pe- don't mind me, I'm actually going to eat some garlic bread on it. Why not? <laughs> Keep talking, I'm hungry. The biggest change in Snug since I got back is now the neighbours have doof-doof parties on a Tuesday night, uh, which I'm not invited to, and I thought I was the biggest thing to come out of Snug, but... Well, you did, you were, and you I left. lost my status. Um, yeah, the doof-doof parties late, late, late into the night on a Tuesday, so Snug is becoming a hip place, apparently. Are they new neighbours? Like, are they were the same ones that were there? I mean, do people mo- leave Snug once they're there? <laughs> once you enter, you never leave. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never met them. Um, You've never met your... Na- like, there's like three people living snug. Uh, we had good neighbours before, but these ones I don't know if we met. Just annoying children and stuff. But Who have doof doof on a Tuesday. Yeah. Like, snug's gone up in the world. I, I wasn't invited. Not that I even liked the music. Maybe Isobar moved. <laughs> <laughs> to snug. I mean, it's not there anymore, is it not? Um, yeah, I mean... 
by all means, should this road trip hopefully happen, bring Unleashed 8 coming to more, more details, but first point of call is basically going to be snug, because I'm going to come to your house and pick you up, <laughs> and we're going to do a little trip around snug. Snug. You can show me the highlights of snug. That's the whole... The whole... Thing. The whole... <laughs> the whole of Tasmania, snug. Yeah, it's the heart of Tasmania. Mm, in the capital. This guy was good. Um, <laughs> very professional. I've really taken a step back here on the brink. <laughs> See, we've gone from the studio to your couch eating garlic bread. It's not like this is live. It's not like I can just wait till I've eaten it and press record. <laughs> doing it now. Um, this is why we're not picked up by anyone. I'm just going <laughs> to... Tonight when we're eating our palmies... Drink my coffee. We're going to record. This is this is what the Brick Unleashed 8 will be. It's just us driving and eating. eating. Um, just let me finish this piece here. Um, what... <laughs> is it... Um, I mean, you, you literally were in places like Paris and London and like all these glamorous places. You're in Snug right now. <laughs> like, has anyone yeah, in Snug ever been to Europe before? Can... Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone snug has been to Hobart before. <laughs> Europe, where's that? Uh, um, yeah, don't remind me. Can I buy <laughs> more garlic bread? It's good. <laughs> when I come to snug, can I buy a snug postcard? Uh, that's a post office. So. Well, there must be a postcard. Yeah, there might be. Yeah, I can have a look at the post office. One thing we need to do on this trip, we need to get photos of us standing under signs of town names. We need the photo of us under Welcome the sign. To snug. Snug. Welcome to Snug. Yeah. Like that's iconic. That's the cover. That's a DVD cover yeah. right Welcome there. Welcome to Snug. Welcome. Is this going to be Blink Eight? We travel around Snug for four Paris, days. Paris, London, <laughs> Copenhagen, Snug. No, I know where I'd rather go. <laughs> um, now I, I just this piece. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, when we were professional and we didn't eat garlic bread on air, you. Shut up. Um, you <laughs> had some questions for me. You found some questions online. Now, you found um, the book no, called... you asked me questions. Yeah, but then you found more online that you asked me in the car yeah, on but, the way to get our apartment. Not in the episode. Well, whatever. You know what I mean. Like garlic bread's going to your head. Uh, you found this book called Emergency Questions by Richard Herring. And I asked a few of these at a code the other week. Great comedian. Uh, love him. One of my best uh, friends. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> He's garlic bread. We, we were part of the garlic bread aficionado Facebook group. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, this is basically 500 and plus more questions of just the weirdest variety, which I asked some to Dakota, which he gave me a very honest answer with he's one of them. He's now in prison. He's now in prison for rape. Um, uh, he's coming out with a new one too, uh, just plugging his own stuff. Oh, is he? Uh, Christmas emergency questions. Oh, God, I've got to buy another one. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Richard Herring. I mean, you can afford it because you did just print it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just like... Seven dollars versus twenty. Um, Taking a whole new thing with ebook by just getting the cheaper ebook and printing. I'm still like a physical guy. I like it in physical physical form. I've got it in a PDF on my phone, but like, shut up! Uh, uh, you, you bought it. You bought it. You do it what I want. You didn't get it illegally. So. Exactly. I actually paid for this one. It's not like what I do with other shows. Uh, so these are the most random questions. Um, so I'm just going to pull a few out here because uh, there's 500 of them. Um. All right. Are you ready for these? Yeah. If you had the power to bring about world peace, what would you need weapons manufacturers to give you in order, in order not to use your power? So basically, what would? <laughs> what? Let's read that out again. And try and understand this. If you had the power to bring about world peace, what would you need weapons manufacturers to give you in order not to use your power? Oh, so like they're doing it so that I don't. 
Yeah. Oh, so they're not giving me weapons. They're just giving me stuff so that I don't... He's a palmy for life. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm going to bring back world peace and get rid of weapons. Yeah, okay. Um, That's an interesting question. Oh, what would I need? Because um, I was thinking I'd get weapons, but... <laughs> um, yeah, don't... The world is at peace. Don't do anything, I'll shoot you. <laughs> yeah, like bazooka or something, but... Um, what, what, what would I want? I don't um, know. What do you want? You want to win the lottery, apparently. Maybe I would get them to give me snug. <laughs> They've got it. I want snug, so I control the party. Give me snug. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I get to control everything in snug. They, they can figure it out, and I control the party. You literally could have anything in the world, and you choose snug. Yeah. Like you close could have New York, you could have Copenhagen, you could have Paris. Close to home. Snug. All right. <laughs> Let's be honest. If you want snug, you probably have it right now. Uh, I, I probably do own it. I reckon you do, except you just don't get invited to the parties. Um, what is the best thing you have ever won? That's a good question. Oh, uh, when I was seven, mm. I entered a colouring competition <laughs> in... Um, at the Middleton County Fair or something like the that. The Middleton County Fair? Or the Middleton Folk Fair. What's Middleton? It's a suburb. Of Snug. Snug has suburb. Yeah, it was a colour in the Scarecrow and I did it. I did, wasn't expecting any winning. I'd never won a colouring competition before. Um, well, I won $7. <laughs> you could have bought this book. I- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. $7. That's it. That's the Middleton prize. <laughs> I mean, for a seven-year-old, that's a lame prize. Like, Do you win a dollar per age? Like, <laughs> Not like a water, watering gun or like something cool. $7. $7 in coins. <laughs> I said little Doris. Good job, little Noah. You coloured in the lines. That's $7. That was... Seven. It's very specific. It's not $10. It's not $5. It's $7. That was awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, do sperm have dreams? God, that's philosophical, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, I would say probably more nightmares than dreams. I've always wondered, like, every time you masturbate, are you committing, like, mass murder? Yeah. I mean, that's a less controversial opinion than some of them I've heard on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dakota. Uh, when was the last time you cried? It's <laughs> literally a question. Besides this interview right now. <laughs> Uh, do, oh, really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, probably like two months ago. Aww. I'm not going to go into it. Aww. Uh, what is the worst Adam Sandler film? <laughs> the look on his face. Oh, just one? Uh, <laughs> well, the problem is I've probably not seen the worst Adam Sandler movie, but Grown Ups 2. Uh, I've only seen Grown Ups 1. I yeah. Stick to that. <laughs> I love this question. 369. Can you smell that? <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah, exactly. Garlic bread. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you were a child, did you have an imaginary friend? Um, no. I don't think so. Do you have one now? Now I do, because yeah. I'm loopy now. But um, I'm not real. No, I had two brothers. So I was too busy fighting them for imaginary friends. Have you ever been to the toilet at the same time as Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> <laughs> well, we live in different time zones, so I'd probably not really. That, oh, that is a great question. Uh, where did your family go on holiday when you were a child? We were poor. 
Snug. Sometimes we travel around Tasmania. Once or twice we went to Sydney, but never anything glamorous like families that went off to like Fiji or something like that. So you're literally looking forward to driving around Tasmania. Oh, great. <laughs> back to the poor days. Back old days. Could you live without the internet? Because if you say you can't, you fucking can. Um, well, fun fact, at my dad's house growing up, we didn't get internet until I was 19, because we just couldn't, yeah, make fun of snug, but they didn't do wires or whatever to there, so I've been trained at not having internet. Yeah, I think it, I think I had a conversation with someone recently, and it's, like, we lived in a world without the internet. Mainly me more so than you, because I'm older than you, but like you would no doubt remember a time. not that long ago. Like, I mean, I remember living without the internet. Um, I don't know if I could now, but, but it's, 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 I always, it's one of those questions you think about, like in 10 years time, we're going to have something in our lives that we can't live without in 10 years time that we are living without right now. And it's kind of interesting to think that like you look like our, how addicted we are to our phones 10 years ago, like a phone was just for ringing and text messaging. We weren't all all the time. And Sna- well, it's not fucking oath it was for Snake. Um, so what are we going to have in 10 years' time that we can't live with that we are living without right now? Garlic bread. <laughs> Fair call. Um, what is your favourite way to cool down? <laughs> um, God, I hate being hot. Like, so I, I can deal with being cold, but being hot, I just turn into a princess. Yeah. Um, nice cold beer. Nice cold Boring beer. Answer. Uh, do you wash your legs when you're having a shower? Now, this is a funny one because uh, I think this is maybe on the back of the book. Uh, well, uh, I haven't seen the back of the book. I've printed it out. Because <laughs> I haven't seen the book until now. I've just seen, I've known about the book. Um, but I, I asked my friend from Denmark because we were there and, I'm, and I was asking him some of the ones I asked you. But then I said, oh, this is a silly one. Do you wash your legs every time you have a shower? And he's like, no. I don't. Because I wash my legs every time I have a shower, and it's just one of those things that no one's ever discussed until this book has come out. That's why this book's good. Yeah, I just assumed every single person in the history of showers does that. (laughs) History of showers. (laughs) There's a book coming soon, The History of Showers, (laughs) by Noah Groves. (laughs) It's better than the book you were going to write, that I'm not going to say the title of, but... My mind was blown. Like I just so you just, literally like soap your legs yeah, down. Yeah, because you just assume that you know you know you do something and you just assume that that's normal. I don't. Um, I just let yeah, the water but then do its thing. Either. Um, I mean, it's just they're just those parts. Like, does anybody leave the house and go, "Oh shit, I haven't washed my legs"? Okay, well, like, we're not women. We don't shave our legs, so at least we don't really care. Yeah, but it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm so, I'm so like must do this, but it's just part of the the ritual, the routine. But then here's one. Um, I'm sorry if this friend is listening. I'm not, not going to say it. No one's listening. I'm not going to say it. I just ate garlic bread on air. No one's listening. <laughs> this one's a bit more gross, but uh, we had this debate that um, the same friend that doesn't wash his legs like you. Um, also, I found out every time that he pees, wipes his penis with toilet paper. <laughs> and that blew my mind. I'm like, Wait, what? That's a, that's a thing. <laughs> Well, he does. Yeah, he does every time. Yeah, every that's... available time. And now, now I'm second guessing my entire life because I'm like, am I the only one? Was he not taught the drip method? Like, <laughs> shake it off, shake it three times. <laughs> Any yeah. more than well, it's then my, my my debate would be then why aren't there 
toilet rolls at the urinals, but well, that's a very good, that's a valid point. I mean, like, but I, that's that not a thing. My whole that's life. not a thing. Yeah, okay, no, I don't. Like now, I'm on. like, is this the shower leak thing? No, like I actually, I didn't know anyone did that. I know, and actually, I will say he was a former co-host of this show. Um, <laughs> he actually sat down when he peed. Lame. Like what? <laughs> I mean, he's gay, but I mean, like, it's... it's <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's too late. Uh, vote, vote yes. Vote yes, hashtag love is love. Um, yeah, like, no, that's not a thing. Like, yeah. if you've got time to dip your doodle with a piece of toilet paper... Then there you go. I was going to say his name. Uh, there you go, friend. Uh, yeah, I don't know a typical Danish name. <laughs> Frederick, Prince Frederick. There, there we go. you go, Fred. Um, wow. Uh <laughs> Fuck it, I'm asking these. Uh, who, who who is the most inappropriate person you've ever had a sex dream about? <laughs> I uh, I don't know. Do you have an answer? I, yeah, I do actually. Oh, who? Uh, I had a sex dream about a guy in high school, and because I hang on, hang on, it gets better. Because I went to an all boys high better. school. I had a, went to an all boys high school. I had a sex dream about somebody in one of my classes, and then I told someone, who then told another person, and within an hour it was around the. Ben had a sex dream about Jonathan, everybody. <laughs> no. So I learnt my lesson that day. <laughs> oh, that's making me <laughs> I was 13. Oh, I don't no. know. Oh, my God. So why did you tell someone? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Can't you tell that I'd say things without thinking? That's like my thing. But did you say it as a joke or like, oh, I'm really confused? <laughs> I had this dream. No, like it just—it just literally was one of those things in conversation. Like, what did you get like, up to the weekend? Oh, oh, sex well, dream. Wrong. He was in my dream. <laughs> but like the thing that I think is funny about it is like people <laughs> assume you have a sex dream. That means like you've had sex dreams about. The, I can list hundred people I've had sex dreams about. I'm not attracted to probably I ninety-five mean, of them. You know, unless you do lucid dreaming, you can't really control your dreams. Exactly. So. I mean, God, I'd love to control my dreams. That but would be fun. That's a great, hilariously cringing <laughs> story. You did must have learnt your lesson. Uh, no, I still... Sh- I mean, I just shared it on air. Do you think I have to learn my lesson? I mean, you know, come on. Um, Frederick. Would you rather have a clitoris in the crook between your thumb... <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to compose myself. See the word clitoris and I'll lose it. Would you rather have a clitoris in the crook between your thumb and finger or have a bionic nose? <laughs> Why would you want a, cl- <laughs> want a clitoris? Like, do you get the, the sensations of a clitoris by rubbing it's it? It's a good party trick, I guess. Look at my clitoris. Uh, bionic nose, because I think I've got a big nose, so maybe I'll get a smaller one. <laughs> like, in all seriousness, like, ugh, they need to elaborate more on the question, because like, if you've got the sensations with the clitoris between your... Then maybe. Yeah. Do you want me to ask you something? Yeah, why not? Here's the book. <laughs> if you don't want to. Well, I mean, by all means, quiz the host. I could have eaten my garlic bread now, but like, you know, what would, what, what would the world be worse or better if every man who said they have a man cave was evaporated by a laser? <laughs> um, better or worse? Worse? You know, because, the people who say, "Come to my man cave." Well, there's nothing wrong with the man cave. Maybe calling it a man cave is a bad thing. I'd say worse because, like, I know some good people who would be lasered. Uh, who are your three favourite ghosts? Real or, let's face it, fictional? Casper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like Casper. Who doesn't like Casper? Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
That's a, that is a great ghost. <laughs> That's a very good ghost. Jennifer Love Hewitt. It's the first time she's been mentioned in about eight years. <laughs> what word are you unable to pronounce out loud? Oh, God, lots. Yeah, I know. <laughs> where, where do we begin? I'm double seven. Am I not known for the person who can't say words? Yeah. What's your favourite colour? Red. Um, what's the best sound effect you've ever heard? Ooh. I like pew. I like it when people do the lasers from Star Wars and spell it pew pew. They actually spell it P-E-U-P-E-U. <laughs> I saw a meme with like a person pointing a gun in little speech bubbles that said pew pew. Um, uh, uh, Madonna singing. <laughs> Die another day. <laughs> um, oh, I d- um, ask it. <laughs> well, you asked when was the last time I cried. Uh, can you name three occasions in which you've cheated? In what context? Just any cheating. So you can, you can dodge the question. Um, hmm. It's any type of cheating. I'm trying. <laughs> Not just about the guy from high school. <laughs> I've never physically cheated on a partner. <laughs> you read, in, read into that what you will. Is that the first? One? Uh when have I cheated? When have I cheated? Uh well I've all cheated on a school test. I've never cheated on a school no, test. No, not cheat cheat, but you just kind of no. look, looking over. I have oh, seriously. Come off. Wouldn't no. No. I haven't. I honestly haven't. Um, I never looked over. I, I swear on anything you want me to swear on. Yeah. Um I did for this gaming stupid channel that I uh <laughs> been doing that no one watches on YouTube. Uh, I kind of implied that uh, at no point did I edit it and I just left it raw. There was at least one video where I like fucked up and I got pissed off so I edited around it to make it look like well, I restarted it. It's so the that's I know, right. Um when I've been on diets I've cheated with food and like oh that's not counting because like that was between 3 and 4 p.m and we know that doesn't count when i eat five big macs um and god that's jesus that's tough um i used to i don't know if you ever had a tamagotchi you mightn't have been too young when they the craze was but um there was that hack that you used to do where you would change the clock and it would age them so you would come to school and you'd be like, look at my Tamagotchi. I've kept it alive for 83 days. Oh, wow, Ben, you're so cool. And you've literally had it for like a day and they're like dumb 12-year-olds. They can't realise you've only had it for a day. But yeah. look, there'd be more. That's just on the spot. Uh, if you could turn any one person into a worm, which person would you turn into a worm and why? Tony Abbott, because you wouldn't have to do much. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be killed? By being shot out of a cannon, dropped into a well, or impaled on a giant spike that you have to sit on top of, but you very slowly descend onto it via your anus. Well, as fun <laughs> as that sounds, <laughs> I think we'll pass on the third option. Um, shot out of a cannon, surely. But, like, do I die straight away from the explosion, or do uh, I have to, like, suffer you, the fall the through fall. the air? See, they're not very pleasant <laughs> options to die, are they? Uh, uh, well, I guess at least with that option, you could see when you're about to die. Whereas if you're in a well and it's dark, <laughs> you don't know when you're going to you hit the ground. you might not die straight away. True. And then if you stuck at the bottom of a well, that's kind of bad. Broken limbs and everything. So, yeah, cannon. Um, are you a racist? Yes. <laughs> oh, because there's a little note here that says, they'll probably say no, but you might catch one out. Oh, well, let's be honest. Everyone thinks I am. I'm not really, but like, I mean... A, people out there think I am if they listen to other shows. B, the word racist has lost all meaning, so technically I probably am based on people's viewpoints. And C, I just wanted to be different and answer that question. I mean, I hate New Zealanders, so I'm racist. What's the most expensive thing you ever stole? Ooh. <laughs> um, 
That's a good question. I, I've never really stolen anything physically except for like... You haven't done a lot physically. No, I'm, I'm not a physical person, Noah. Um, it would have to be like downloading. I mean, that's classified as stealing, isn't it? So I downloaded an entire series of a TV show. It was probably worth a couple hundred dollars. So physical. like I remember when I went to Salamanca one time. And I had the wallets. And remember they used to have like the fake American Express little cards to show you like where they go. So I remember I took one out of the wallet and like kept it. But then I like, I, I, I'm not a dishonest person when it comes to that sort of stuff. So I had to like make up a story about it. So I'm walking along and I like, I go, oh, mom, look what I found on the ground. And she's like, you took that out of the wallet, didn't you? And I'm like, yes. It's like, go return it. <laughs> oh, sad end to that. Yeah, I know, right. Um, what's the most embarrassing thing you've done for sexual gratification? Oh God! Wow, I don't want to answer that. Dream, <laughs> um, dreams. Okay, here's a story for you. Uh, this this podcast going south. Fuck it, you ask it, you get an honest answer. You like? Oh, I don't want to know. No, okay, well you don't want to know. <laughs> no, tell me, but I don't want to know. Um, like okay. Oh, I don't want to know. Women have. Oh, no. certain things that they can do to simulate a penis, right? They can just get a carrot. They can get a cucumber. He's got this look on his face right now. He's about to leave the room. I read an article once which basically said, oh. I was like 13, 14 again, 13-year-old Ben, that if you want to like <laughs> not use your hands, you can get like a plastic bag, fill it with like <laughs> cream, and put it between couch pillows and have sex with <laughs> It didn't work. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Oh. I've not done anything. I've not like had sex with a like, sheep or something like that. I can't you, <laughs> you asked the question. On. What did I say before I put my foot? I don't think before at I speak. At least you're honest. <laughs> All right, let's find a good one to close out on, although that was pretty good. It's not as bad as what Dakota said the other week. Um, <laughs> oh, God. This is why no one listens. I'm not going to ask the one about murder. Um, <laughs> you may as well now. It's not like I've said anything. <laughs> um, oh, this is an interesting one because I hate people like this. What's your favourite drink? If you found out it was actually made out of wasp urine and always had been, would it still be your favourite? And would you carry on drinking it? So what is my favourite drink? And then if I found <laughs> out if it was made out of wasp urine? Yeah, because there's those people. Like I remember I was in Japan a few years ago. And we were eating this pasta and everyone's like, oh, this is a delicious pasta. And then we were with some Japanese people and they're like, oh, yes, that's made out of fish eggs. And then so many people were like, oh, I'm not eating that pasta, so oh, more pasta for me. But they were <laughs> loving the pasta until they knew what it was made out of. See, I'm one of those people that if I know what it's made out of, I'm a bit sceptical. I'll taste I'm like, okay, this is fine. If I like it, like if you just told me that garlic bread was made out of like your semen, I'm probably just going to be like, oh, well, it tasted good. Like, I mean, I'm not going to want more. But um, my favourite drink probably would be, <laughs> where do I go with these things? Um, chocolate milk or Coke. Probably chocolate milk. I'm still eight years old. And if that was a wasp, I fucking know. I'd still drink it. Like if, if like, if, I think you. One of these questions you said to me, like, should semen taste like fairy floss or something like that? Like, I think semen should taste like semen because if it tasted like fairy floss, then I don't know where I'm going with that. But like, you know, like if you told me right now that chocolate milk was made out of wasp urine, urine or semen, I've got semen on the mind. Um, 
Can I just say that that would be quite a unique feat that somebody's milked wasps, wasps. of their urine, and I can't imagine you'd get much out of a little wasp. Well, so that's you, a big effort to get a bottle you, of chocolate milk from it. Do you milk anyone with, out of urine? Um, Can you do that? If you mistake a male cow for a bull? Yeah, but will urine come out if you milk it? I, I, I don't think well, it like that bad. <laughs> I, I don't want to answer what that. What was your nickname at school? Oh, God, I never had a good one. Um, are we talking high school or primary school? Because they're not nice. Either. It's called like fatty and whatever in primary school. It's called like fag and puff and whatever in high school. I never had a I nickname. I shouldn't laugh. No, well, I mean, I, like Benny, but that shitted me off. Um, this girl oh, I worked good at... Good to know. This girl I worked Benny. with at Starbucks used to call me Benjamina. Um, and... I mean, I've never really had one. Like, mine was Poss, Poss, or Possum, Possum. This guy's called me Cartman because he thought I was <laughs> fat like Cartman. Um, if you're a little pig, what would you make your house out of in order to defer the big bad wolf? <laughs> so I am a pig. Ah, <laughs> uh, bricks because like I mean, but they didn't work. <laughs> yes, it did. That didn't blow down. He knocked his door. Oh, in. I forget the end. He went to his chimney and had this kick to catch fire. I forget the end. The dumb pigs are the first two. The stra- Who builds a house of straw? Stupid pig. Deserves to get blown down. What is the moral of that story? <laughs> like, use bricks to build a house? I'm, I'm just trying to find a good closing Stupid one. Story. Is there actually a person of whom you'd be prepared to drink their bath water? Who is it? What if they had a really pooey bum that day? <laughs> Isn't that a part of the question? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Natalie Portman. Even if she had a pooey bum that day? I could then tell the story about the day I drank Natalie Portman's pooey bath water. It's a good story to tell. I don't think I'd drink anyone's bath water. I've got to be honest. Like, like You were sitting there in your own filth. Like, baths are good for relaxing. Candles and soap. Uh, Wash your legs. Do you ever worry that you're a character in a computer game operated by some bored teenage deity or alien who is deliberately just making loads of shit happen to you to see what you do? Real life sim. Like you're nothing more than an ant under a microscope and soon he'll be bored and have you killed in a ridiculous way. Because I do. Um, I've never thought of that. I I think my life is the Truman Show a lot of the time, but uh, I've never quite thought about a video game, no. Oh. This is a hard one for you. If you if Thanks. you had to, would you rather give up chocolate or cheese? If you had to. Chocolate. Oh. In a heartbeat. I, I'm not I mean I like chocolate, but I'm not like the biggest I, I fucking love cheese more than I love chocolate. God, I don't know. I wanna know. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever tried to squeeze down the drain of a shower? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. When I was thirteen <laughs> I was told you could simulate with the When I was like six or seven I pooed the, in the bath. <laughs> and then who drank it? <laughs> Natalie Portman. Um, but like, the first thought that came to mind was flush it down the toilet, the, the bath. You flipped an intro. <laughs> I think you are a video game. But, um, I, I'm an honest person. This is the, my problem. Every time in my life I have done something naughty, I've always told my mum about it. I stole money from my mum's wallet. I cried and came back. Mum, I stole money from your wallet. It's okay, Ben. I pooed in the bath. <laughs> Why did you do that? I don't know. Just to see what would happen. <laughs> I, I, I can tell you the story about what I did with bubblegum one time in the bath. No. Uh, but like I 
<laughs> Instead of flushing it down the drain, I I went and got mum. Uh, I I don't know. Probably my pubes. But I don't. What, I can't. What did you do with the poo? <laughs> when when mum came, I probably cleaned it up. What did she do though? Ate it. <laughs> she probably picked it up and flushed it down the toilet. She had the book and she's oh now's my chance. Uh, there's a pooey bathwater right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> pooey bathwater. I like. I love this one. Do you want me to ask you some more? <laughs> this is a good this one. This all day. <laughs> Would you rather have no ears or no dignity? I already have no dignity. So that's, true. that's the point of that question. Okay. You want to ask? Trying to find you a good closing <laughs> one, but I could never find one. How do you sleep at night? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the time I struggle with it. <laughs> I don't know if that's like means like just the, the or like yeah. do you sleep on your stomach or like uh, with one pillow. One always pillow. been one pillow. One pillow. Two pillows for computering in bed, one pillow for sleeping. <laughs> for computering in bed. I've got four on my bed and I, I have a I have a variety of options for different <laughs> activities that I use them for. Uh, <laughs> the plastic, and only one of them is being used currently. Plastic bag and um, <laughs> Would you prefer to be a lion for a day Or a lamb for a lifetime? A oh, lion for a day? I know, like why would you want to be a lamb? a good <laughs> Lambs don't live that long And then you'd be lamb You'd be, di- you'd be eaten um, <laughs> If you had to, You probably read this one already And you're like, oh, you're going to ask that one If you had to dig up a corpse of a celebrity Who died in 2016 and have sex with it if you had to, which one would you choose? David Bowie. Oh, that's not even a question, isn't it? Um, do, you, <laughs> do you think the Tim Allen film, The Santa Claus, could ever happen in real life? <laughs> if you were press-ganged into being Santa, would you feel happy or resentful? <laughs> oh, These questions uh, are amazing. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a job, so <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, some of these questions, though, we can't... Like, I, I don't know what Barometer World is. Have you ever been to Barometer no, World? It's probably quite regional. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, God, these are some of these are very regional ones. Um, <laughs> do you think it's possible that Postman Pat has had some kind of breakdown <laughs> and the people of Greendale are just putting up with him out of some kind of misplaced loyalty to his younger self. <laughs> I actually watched an episode of Postman Pat the other day with my sister and that dude, he's got a helicopter now. He's like, what? what? Yeah, he's got Jesus. He's got a new bed. The postal service is working out He's got a motorbike. Yeah, so... I don't know if he's had a breakdown. He's he's in his prime. <laughs> the best one, there's a video went viral for a while and it was like somebody dubbed over him. So when he's like driving the street, it's like, nee, nee, fucking yow. And he walks into that room with whoever the redhead and he's like, shut up, you ginger cunt. <laughs> and my, my dad will always say that. He's like, shut up, you ginger cunt. Sorry for saying the C word twice there. Uh, is sex with a ghost cheating? I mean, yeah, yeah, ghost was a person. Good, good point. We you, ha- you said you've not physically cheated, but I mean, <laughs> I think a ghost counts then. Well, we had um, Natasha Blasic. She's an actress. I remember we had her on years ago. Uh, I think Dakota was on air with me, and we there was like a news story that was doing the rounds. Actress claimed she had sex with the ghost. She's like a C-grade actor who was like, you know, an extra in an episode of CSI or something like that. But we tweeted her live on air, and she did an interview with us because she told us a story about how she was laying in bed and a ghost had sex with her. 
Like what you were raped by a ghost? Like no, I gave consensual postman pat. Yeah, anyway, um, what is the worst emergency you have ever been involved in? Hmm. I wish I had, like, a great answer for this. I survived 9-11 or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, worst emergency I've ever been in. Oh, I've got it, but I'll tell you off air. Oh. No, it's, it's actually nothing involved with me. I was just in the place at the time, but... You don't want to say it on No, you? it's a long story. Okay. Have you are you ever mistaken for a celebrity? Which one? I think you'd be mistaken for Noah Groves from Survivor Oz. Um, <laughs> a thinner version. Um, <laughs> uh, what's that? I'm not mistaken for, but someone said, "Oh, you look just like you know uh, the Gruen transfer that ad." Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like the weird. American guy or something. Oh, Will Anderson. But Tom, then S- Tom Sam- uh, Sampson. Yeah, not him. <laughs> I was going to say, you look nothing <laughs> like him. He's like Todd Sampson. He's got they've his own got TV. Todd yeah. Sampson, they've got Will Anderson, but then they've got like this other guy. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not really a compliment. I mean, he's rich, but he's like bald and he's like... He's <laughs> bald. I said you remind me of Hurley from Lost, so yeah. you were a bit funny about that What about you? Uh, I don't I- think I've got the physical features or the face or anything to be a celebrity. Mine's always been Kyle Sanderlands. It's just literally always been... Like, back when I used to have the little bit of uh, facial hair, um, uh, it was a radio thing as well. Um, I, randomly, I was at a party once, and I remember a guy kept saying to me that I looked like... Uh, I can't remember his name. He was on Home and Away. Um, and I'm like, I look nothing like him, but thank you. I appreciate that. That's a compliment. Slightly related, but sli- well, we're getting our whole lives in this episode. Um, <laughs> this week on Ben and Noah. <laughs> uh, not really related, but kind of. When I was like eight, nine, ten, maybe, uh, I was at a party where my dad was at um, and was actually invited to this one. Um, <laughs> and this woman, I was like a shy 10-year-old. This woman says, oh, what's your name, Noah? Oh, no, that's a lovely name. <laughs> I said, no, Noah. And she goes, oh, Noah. <laughs> so from that moment onwards, I went by the name of Noel. <laughs> Noel Grove. I used to work at the call center at the Commonwealth Bank, and it was like, you know, oh, I think it's called Commonwealth Bank. This is Ben being, oh, hi, Dan. It was always Dan. <laughs> I don't know how you can get Ben wrong. That's like the name. Well, there was this little old lady who was like, she was just set on calling me whatever she wanted. Like, I think it's called Commonwealth Bank. Oh, hi, Lance. Um, I was just wondering, like, Lance, of course, that's what I got. Um, do you have any good ideas for terrorist atrocities? Mm. Tune out now, ASIO. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen. Um, no, I feel like I had something once. <laughs> I was just sitting around. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there was something. Um, oh, no, it's just, it's just every time something happens, um, me and my mum always say, oh, this is a diversion. You've got to keep an eye out for. <laughs> like, they need to use the diversion tactic more, I think. Yeah, no one realised once they blow up the Twin Towers, like um, all of South yeah. Dakota went missing. So you do, <laughs> you do one thing, but then really it's just a front, so you get all the coppers there. If I was a terrorist, I'd bomb Hobart because no one's expecting it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like... This is a sad thing to say, but like mass casualties at like whatever little event we have in Hobart, like who's you know, like do, like this is this is really bad. I really hope Asia are not listening, but like I will go to an event sometimes, like here in Australia particularly. America is different, but like you go to the football at Bellary Oval here, and you're like, it'd be so easy to bring a gun in here right now and just shoot the shit out of it. I'm like I, that's 
bad timing considering what's just happened this week. We're just lucky we live in a country where that yeah, doesn't happen. exactly. So, and we're lucky that Noah and I aren't thinking that way. Um, here's actually a good one for you. And, like, you sort of have told me about some of these before, but that's more Airbnb. Uh-oh. What is the worst experience you've ever had in a hotel? Oh. Uh, again, I wish I had a good story. I guess I was recently in Malaysia and there was no hot water. And it was kind of in the slums. Um, but I think I've been quite fortunate. In a hostel, we had the biggest, like, the biggest snore I've ever heard in my life. None of us got to sleep till, like, four in the morning. Um, to the point where my friend sent me a message on my phone in the hostel saying, uh, should we go and wake him up? <laughs> but, I don't know. I wish I had a better story for that. If you had to have sex with an item of food, if you had to, which food would you choose? Do you think it would be morally wrong to eat the food after you've made love with it, or unhygienic at least? Um, morally wrong? Uh, no, because I mean, what's worse, throwing it in the bin? That's worse for the fruit. Um, I think it's worse if you served it up to someone. <laughs> yeah, that's like Hannibal Lecter type stuff. So. Hi, enjoy my watermelon. Um, watermelon. Uh, <laughs> giving him an eye on watermelon. Uh. Boston bun. <laughs> Pretty attractive looking piece of food. It's very beautiful Boston bun. I'm never, I'm never having Boston bun with you. Oh, there was a... There was, um, was garlic. Bro. <laughs> you didn't see what I did with that. Um, there was... Like, you, you see an American Pie when you have sex with the pie. There was a... I don't know whether or not American Pie was based off this movie or this movie was based off American Pie. It was like a SBS, like, European... I don't know which part of Europe it was from. But, like, it was basically American Pie, but European version. And instead of having sex with the pie, he had sex with a bowl of pasta. He obviously, like, jizzed in the pasta. And then he served it to his girlfriend because then his girlfriend was like, this tastes familiar. (laughs) Like, literally, it was like a whole storyline of it. Uh, this is going on forever, but this is kind of fun. Um, do, 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 do. Would you rather have the ability to shoot bees out of your eyes or have a pair of shoes that never needed to be cleaned or repaired? Well, why is that even an yeah. option? Yeah, why is that an option? Bees. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I mean, why would you want unrepairable shoes? Uh, all right, let's ask a couple more. You know, I've been on that page here. We're going way too long, but whatever. Uh, you ask me three more, I'll ask you three more. Deal. All righty. Oh, you asked me that one already. Uh, if you were given the ability to fluently speak another language that you can't currently speak, which language would you choose and why? That's a pretty standard no, one. I've already thought of French. French, really? Yeah, they speak French all over. Yeah, but then they just run away and surrender. Or Spanish also. <laughs> French. God, don't get me started. Uh, oh, so that's that, that, that's that ejaculant one I was talking about before. Um, if you were in a Groundhog Day situation, what would be the worst crime that you would commit knowing that when you woke up, it would almost certainly not happened? Almost certainly. <laughs> uh, no, I would be a coward. I wouldn't do it. I fucking would. No, I would be way too scared that my <laughs> luck... that. The next day I wake up, it did happen. Um, wow. What? You would have read this one because this was underneath the question you've already asked me. Would you rather be immune from ever getting chlamydia or have free Kit Kats for life? In brackets, you would get 365 four-finger Kit Kats per year or 366 on a leap year, but would still be able to get chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> 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 
Every oh, time I look at Kit Kats now, I'm just going to think of chlamydia. Uh, immune. Because I like Kit Kats, but I don't need... Because I'm trying to cut down on chocolate. I don't need more oh, chocolate. That is... Oh, can I ask you one more? I just want to ask you this one. Okay. Have you ever had a dream that seemed so real, you thought that it was true, how do you know it wasn't, and that was it just a dream? Uh, well, it's hard to remember really any dreams, but definitely that's happened. Where... You know, you go to school and you're not wearing your t-shirt or something and it feels so real and you're like, wake up and you're like, you know, something happens and you're like panicking or everything's just gone to shit and then you wake up and you're like, oh my God. Mine's having sex with classmates. (laughs) (laughs) The band, it did happen. It wasn't a dream. Shit. Uh, All right. Three more. Um, Yep. Have you ever sucked on a fisherman's friend? Yes. Uh, They're disgusting. My dad like eats them like that. Sorry about saying my dad is a fisherman. No, well my <laughs> my my dad. I like you always have memories of your parents and certain things like certain products, smells, that sort of thing. Fisherman's friends is my dad's like as long as I can remember. Oh. Always had fisherman's friends and like he's still to this day. Like I remember the other night I was watching Wonder Woman with him on the couch. He's popping fisherman's friends and um weird. I I had a weird addiction to them for a while. He has like the really. The, the sort of aniseed flavour ones, but then you, there was these ones that were like extra, extra strong mint and like they were literally so strong they kind of were disgusting, but you got used to them and I became probably when I was 13. Like, <laughs> I yeah, I, I have. Long-winded answer. Um, a musical one here. How many roads must a man walk down before <laughs> you can call him a man? Three. I love here because some of the questions it says, Richard says, Richard says 11 roads. <laughs> um... All right, one last one. How then. many roads must have been? You might have to put this over two episodes. Nah. This is a very long segment. We don't have any other guests this week, so this is fine. <laughs> uh, oh, we could do this all day. I just can't find a good... We're playing board games <laughs> doing this. <laughs> what is the... Yeah, this is like the new version of uh, Trivial Pursuit or something. What's the worst song by the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I know like four songs by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh... I like. I actually don't mind it. They're one yeah, of those. They're pretty good. They're one of those bands that kind of like. They're not my favorite, but you hear their songs, and you're like, they're pretty good. Uh, that I mean, look, Californication is a good song. I like that. Song. It just gets. It's one of those ones that drains in your head. But uh, no, I don't know. Like the ones I know, I like all of them. If I had to choose one, that's just kind of my mind. But I, I the reason I would pick that too is because they then tried to sue the TV show Californication because they reckon it was copyright infringement. But what's the most unusual thing that you have ever used as a toilet paper substitute? I don't want to know. A bath. Catalog. Seriously, like I remember one time I was out of toilet paper and that's all that we had was a catalog. So I like I wiped my ass on like a Kmart catalog or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Did you ever used to get really excited for getting catalogs? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I heard that from a friend. Um, have you ever falsely accused anyone of witchcraft? <laughs> Just yesterday, actually. It's funny. <laughs> and then, have you ever correctly accused someone of witchcraft? Again, Just yesterday. <laughs> Second guess was correct. Did the real witch take their revenge on you? <laughs> well, probably. That's why I'm here doing this with you for 20 minutes. <laughs> Am I alone in thinking it's highly unlikely you not only met a witch, but also you were brave enough to accuse them? I like. I actually have met somebody who believed they, they, they were really into Wicca, like the whole uh. Wiccan thing, and they legitimately believed they were a witch. Like, dead set. Yeah. Hmm. Um, who done it? Me. Um, 
Have you been to Nando's before? Oh, God, yes. I don't like Nando's. What? What's wrong with you? Nando's is amazing. It's not great. Nando's. We used to, Louise and I used to make our own Nando's. You'd buy the... <laughs> like, you could buy the... Like you made this your own book here. <laughs> you could buy the ingredients from Coles and you'd make your own. It's great. Okay, we need to find a good... He doesn't like Nando's. What's the stupidest thing you've done for no money? <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> So true. Um, I've done lots of stupid things. My whole life is doing stupid yeah, you're things. You're a video for money. game character. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's find a good one. <laughs> you think we'd prep this again? We just ate garlic bread on air. So, okay. How many roads must a man walk down before you can Next call? Page. Turn the page. Oh, we should do forget the lyrics while we're here. How many questions can Noah read before you can call him a man? Do you think Toy Story 2 could ever happen in real life? Toy Story 2? <laughs> oh, because they like were the toys that wanted to go to Japan. and Yeah, of course it could. Never say never. I mean, toys are real, right? I'm not going to ask that question. Ask it. Ask it now. No. I'll, ask it. I'll go ask on. it off air. Ask it. No, I want you to ask it on air. I'm brave. Come on. Yeah, but I don't want people to have to listen Come to on. That. What's the most public place that you've ever given oral sex? Given oral <laughs> sex. Or received, but I cut that bit out because I thought it would make it more interesting. Received in the Edge Radio studio. No shame. <laughs> uh, hello to all our Edge Radio listeners who used to listen to this show. Um, that is true. And given uh, a car. Nothing special about that. <laughs> Have you ever watched something on Facebook Live that hasn't been totally shit? No. Is there a race of people who you secretly believe should be exterminated in death camps? New Zealanders. <laughs> That's another trick question designed to draw out concealed racism. Well, we already answered that before that I'm a racist. So <laughs> I didn't hesitate with that. Nearly done. Shall I ask you some more here? <laughs> we need to wrap up. One more. Go. One more. This is it. This uh, is we the, need a good one. And you can answer this one too. This is the dual question to close out this segment okay. where we've learned so much about Ben and Noah, except Noah's saving his raw air. Or I've just answered about Edge Radio Studio. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it needs to be a good one then. Mm-hmm. Uh. Okay, let's have two more. Okay, wow. First one, biscuits or actresses? <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. No, that is tough. That's the more I think about it, I mean, I like biscuits. <laughs> that is, I love biscuits. And that also means you get the bad actresses. I would say there's more bad actresses than bad biscuits. <laughs> there's not many bad biscuits. But it's not often you compare actresses. actresses to biscuits. I'm going to go with biscuits. Like, I want some actresses, I just don't want all of them. But um, so is it, what could I do without, or...? No, no, it's just you want all the biscuits or all the actresses. Um, I want all the actresses. All right, and then I've got the biscuits, so we could. We do could like a, <laughs> that's logical thinking. Here, have Jennifer Lawrence. I'll have an ice vovo. <laughs> we could trade some. I fucking uh, love ice vovo. All right, last one. Um, <laughs> would you rather have pubic hair made of un- unremovable barbed wire? Or be attacked by a rabid badger in your sleep once a week. <laughs> There's a lot that goes into this question. <laughs> now, <laughs> things to clarify here. So pubic hair made out of barbed wire. 
but I can't get rid of it. Yeah. Well, that's I don't, gonna, know, I don't know if it grows if or if it's just the same length. All the time. It's going to affect my sex life, which really what? won't do. Yeah, so nothing changes. <laughs> nothing changes. Um, or a badger, like is it a, a like, rabbit badger? <laughs> like a, this is hard. Is it a random attack, or do I know? Oh, Tuesday three a.m. Here comes Johnny the badger. <laughs> well, so you just sleep. Um, but it could be like a scheduled badger attack. <laughs> scheduled badger attack. But Can't come over tonight, Nathan. Nathan, <laughs> what? <laughs> is that the guy from high school? <laughs> Jonathan, actually. <laughs> Nathan, why did my mind go to a male name? What am I doing here? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I really am gay. <laughs> hashtag vote yes. Oh, yes. Hashtag love is love. You're asleep. So, yeah. like, but, so uh, even if it's scheduled. It would be hard to get to sleep, but you have to be asleep. And I'm guessing you don't die. Like, no, because it's once a week. So you'd probably wake up and be like, oh, fuck, he's always going for the but shoulder. But it is rabbit, so... Well, you'd this go to sleep hard. with a gun. You'd just literally go to sleep no, with a gun. No, but you can't kill the rabbit. Why can't you? Rabbit, badger. It doesn't say that I can't kill the badger. It's, yeah, but it has to be weekly. So but there's more than one badger in yeah. the world. <laughs> so you kill the badger, they'll get another one in next week. I'd, just, I'd go with the badger because I'd be prepared. Oh, and what, what, what use is pubic hair that's made of bar? Well, I mean, what's use of a rabbit badger? <laughs> there's no there's no good option here. <laughs> it's not like one of those other ones where it's like, would you rather have bees from your eyes or <laughs> good shoes? <laughs> oh, I, I love this guy. Can we get uh, him on the show? <laughs> yeah, come on, Rich. We'll ask you the question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I mean, if you had the barbed wire, it'd be good. Good uh, barrier against rabid badgers. <laughs> Good barrier against chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> There's your question. But it, it just depends cats. on how much barbed wire is. It just like little... Because I can imagine that's also affecting your pants. Like, I mean, it's going to scrape against your undies and you're going to have like... it's just little bits of barb. You're going to rip your jeans. You might be able to figure out some sort of like plastic... It's just, it's just a soul patch. Yeah. Nail trail. <laughs> I think you could get some plastic contraption or something that kind of... Plastic it was uh, blunt in the... Like, but then also, is it like pubic hair? Like but then also... Everywhere? You also that would be painful. You've also got to think that you'd become a bit of a celebrity about that. You'd be like, in, you know, you Ripley, be Ripley's like? Believe It or Not, check out Ben with his pubic hair barbed wire. I mean, my rebuttal is you would probably also be on Ripley's Believe It or Not. This badge is attacked by a badger every Tuesday. <laughs> they can't stop it. They put a barrier up everywhere. Badger, <laughs> badger traps. <laughs> The magical badger It's always there This man every That is like clickbait If I've ever heard it But it's true <laughs> That is a news.com Today you article <laughs> Man attack my Rabbit badger Every, every week Tuesday. <laughs> Click to read more Yeah This is a good one To end on Because it's officially The unanswerable question I can't do it No uh, We've learned a lot From garlic bread To rabbit badgers uh, Thank you And I look forward To this story off air <laughs> Time for the part of the show where I press this. Flash yourselves back. Uh, we're going to go back to 2009 again, as obviously we've done recently a lot going back to that year. And we're going to hear from a little bit of a section between Josh and myself when it came to um, referring to Tasmania into the same context as the 2008 film Australia. There was a very iconic line in that film by Hugh Jackman. You'll hear us talk a little bit about it here. So uh, what if that film was set in Tasmania instead? But, but 
Crikey. No. I mean... The I, reason why I, I said crikey, I don't know if you Tasmanians would have had this, but... You Tasmanians. No, no, no. You Tasmanians. You Tasmanians. When, when I was a kid growing up in New South Wales, we had a uh, we had a TV show called Agro's Cartoon Connection. Josh, we're not that isolated, all right? We did have Agro's Cartoon Connection. The other reason why I said too. that is because it was on Channel 10, not... We had Channel. Agro's Cartoon Connection, Josh. It's fine. We did have television. Okay, cool. But uh, on that show, they used to have Crikey the Clown. Cry, cr- crikey the Clown. Yeah, and that's how I started saying it, because Crikey can go, Crikey! But it's it's like, I mean, not all Indians go, oh, very, very good. And I mean, I've never met an Indian person who said that. I did the other day. I've never met an American who goes, hey, y'all. I've never met a Canadian. Actually, no, I have met a Canadian that says a boot. Um, <laughs> I've never met an Irish person who's been like, oh, to be sure, to be sure. I mean, it's just stereotypical. You haven't met my uncle then. <laughs> I've never met a new... Actually, no, I haven't met many New Zealanders who said socks flush. But it's, like, it's it's stereotypical. And, I mean, I of course you've got a, a movie about Australia. You can't exactly have, you know, non-typical stereotyping because that's what people think of this. But um, the whole point of that conversation is I like the movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I, th- I, I think we should do a movie called Tasmania. Hey. And it's... Well, Where would Tasmania? <laughs> There's a gunman at Northgate. Everyone panic! And then that's <laughs> and the swine flu's taken hold. You know Bob. Oh. Yeah, no Bob. Yeah, no Sam. Yeah, no John. We're brothers. We're sisters. He's my father. He's my brother. He's my husband. See, <laughs> let's let's come up with a storyline for Tasmania. Oh well, how long have you got, Josh? <laughs> okay, well, depends which angle you want to take of Tasmania too. Do you want the stereotype of Tasmania? Do you want the the true blue Tasmanian wilderness story? Do you want the Olympic twenty twenty vision that's going to transform this state into the best thing since my left bum cheek? I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's got to be different. You got to look at things differently. You could have David Bartlett going, "Well, in Australia, <laughs> Tasmania." That's it, like. You get this is random blonde girl coming from Sydney, and then she goes out to like speaking with an English accent. Oh, I've got to go drove some Bergens out of the northern suburbs <laughs> on, a, on an epic three hundred kilometer thing. Oh, I say, there's a small Aboriginal child here. Where did you come from? Oh, you're yes. Not- oh. It's like, where did you come from? We killed you off. <laughs> so, like that's what happened. If you look at Tasmanian history, all right, that, all right, but. As I was going to say, like you just see this blonde girl who's coming in to buy investment properties to Tasmania, pops into the <laughs> Telegraph Hotel. What, and she, two? I mean... Like, no, she, goes, she comes in and she's like, I need to get to Kingston. And instead of the Japanese bombing Hobart, it's the Launceston coming down with their bogues beer to poison our cascade. And it's, you just see this guy hanging out the front of the Telegraph going... Welcome to Tasmania, love. <laughs> There's this like massive brawl going on in the streets, but instead of there being a brawl, it's quiet, and that's the shocking bit. I still think they're writing that Baz Luhrmann, the sequel. Not sure if it'll happen. It's been nearly a decade now, but uh, watch this space. Another week worth of Trump stuff to talk about means that one man is here to talk about it. No, it's not Donald Trump. It's the next best thing. Uh, Paul Luttrell, Paul, welcome back to the brink. I don't know how um, you're kind of second to Donald Trump. That's a bit of a weird introduction, but I, I think I've done worse with you. Yeah, I've just bumped Mike Pence yep. out of the water. Um, yeah, uh, good to be here. Um, I mean, as always, uh, another interesting week. And I remember you and I talking um, months, months, and months ago when uh, he, I think, basically when he first got elected, about how he would handle uh, a big crisis, a big, uh, you know, a, a big 
catastrophe uh, along those lines. And he's kind of had to deal with a couple in the last week or so, uh, particularly, obviously, with the hurricane response with uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, this is where he's really come under fire just uh, through his comments that he's labelled um, at the mayor of San Juan uh, there in Puerto Rico. Uh, I mean, I, I say this all the time, I feel, but what the hell is his problem? Uh, what, what's going on in his head? Can we even analyse this? I mean, what the hell? Yeah, it's, it just seems like he's basically just, I don't know, maybe trying to garner some kind of response from his base who are obviously all racist or a lot of a big proportion are obviously racist and don't want him to help anyone who speaks Spanish. Um, but yeah, it, it basically just labeling them more lazy and, and not helping and, and blaming them for a hurricane, which seems a bit strange. Uh, I've seen a number of times where he's said, you know, you've, you've thrown our budget out of whack here. Yeah. Yeah. Donald, we, that's, we wanted a hurricane. That's what we were hoping for. We caused it. Um, despite the fact that he's the one that's obviously just pulled out of the Paris Climate Agreement, which is kind of the thing that's, you know, climate change is kind of the thing that's aggravating these hurricanes. Um, so if anyone's to blame, it's him. It's it's crazy to think that, I mean, because I think a lot of people don't give Puerto Rico, you know, the status that a lot of obviously other American, well, just to say American states get, because it's a territory of the US. It's not a, yeah. it's not a state. And, I know there's there's a big push for Puerto Rico to become a state. I think they've even had numerous votes over the years that are always majority saying we want to become the 51st state. It's just it never gets re- um, you know rectified by by the US in terms of actually making it happen. But I mean, it's kind of it's it's just so fascinating to think that this part of uh, you know the US is is ignored. I mean, it's it's been a tragedy what's happened with this hurricane, and you know Trump's gone there. He's shown a video of him throwing paper towels at people, um, and he's getting his photos taken with everybody and commending all sort of the responses and that sort of stuff. But yeah, in the meantime, let's just call the mayor lazy because, as you said, I'm sure they wanted a hurricane. I mean, who doesn't want a hurricane? We all want a hurricane. Bring one to Hobart, destroy us. God, come on. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Can you just imagine what the response would have been if he had have had this, you know, attacked the mayor of uh, Houston or something yeah. or Dallas for for being lazy um, in their attempt to, you know, combat the the hurricane that hit there? Um, it'd be ridiculous. So he would been he would have been, you know, called to. For re-election or something, he would have been impeached. I think. Well, I mean, you, you look at the response with everything to do in Florida, particularly. We talked about that a few weeks ago. I mean, God, he's there every day, basically in Florida, isn't he? Playing golf, so you know he wants to protect uh, that. But when it comes to Puerto Rico, the only thing he wants to protect, I guess, is his his maid staff, really, isn't it? Um, I mean, I just I, I don't know how it kind of works, but. I mean, you know, it, it has been obviously, you know, a lot of people getting behind campaigns to to raise funds uh, through all means necessary. Obviously, a lot of uh, you know prominent people, celebrities, politicians, everything along those lines are really sort of putting it out there. So that sort of response has been great. But uh, you know, this this is this is the part, as I said, we talked about months ago about how he would deal with a situation like this and. At least one of the two big ones in the last week or so, I think uh, you'd give him a resounding fail, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. I think this is what happens when you elect someone that doesn't really have any kind of empathy. Um, he's not actually able to act like a human being towards people who are slightly different to him. So, yeah, um, you've just seen lots of times. He, but it doesn't really understand 
the situation. We've seen with clips of him just telling people to have a good time and everything like that. Yeah, sure, I'm going to have a good time. My house has just been blown away in a hurricane. Well, didn't he even come out and say, like, oh, you, you've never seen... Like, I don't think he came out and said you've never seen damage quite like this. It's just his typical Trump way of saying it, didn't he? Like, you know, oh, yeah. the, the damage has never been bigger. You, you will not see a bigger hurricane than this. It's just like... Yeah, it, tremendous hurricane, tremendous, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, I think he, he only has, he has stock ways of answering things, and, and that seems to apply to everything. It's, um, yeah. It's, he also gave himself an A-plus, of course, for his, uh, his response to hurricanes. Yep. It's crazy. I'm just scrolling through his uh, Twitter feed here, actually, just uh, looking at, you know, it's always a fun... I think a lot, a lot of times it's fun just reading the comments, actually, sometimes, of course, from people. But, um, I mean, obviously, you know, the other big major story to come out of the US, uh, you know, the tragedy in Las Vegas, you know, the biggest mass shooting in the history of, of the country, which, I mean, it's it's weird to think that, you know, that number the, was 59 confirmed deaths, I think, the last time I looked. Uh, and, you know, obviously, the, the tragedy that is and... It, it really is at a point where this we get this news of this sort of stuff happening in America and we sadly, I think, don't react to it as much as we should uh, just because it is, you know, sadly such a common place here. I mean, it was only, what, barely 12 months ago this so-called record of biggest mass shooting happened in, of course, Orlando and barely a year later it's kind of it's been broken. But, I mean, I guess the one thing to say about a lot of this is that Donald Trump hasn't really put his foot in this one. Uh, he seems to, I guess, be handling this one fairly good. Uh, he's obviously tweeted out a lot of condolences. I believe he's been in Las Vegas in the last uh, 24 hours or so at the time of recording this and sort of meeting with the first responders and, and visiting a lot of the victims. So, I mean, as of at least recording this, I mean, it will be about three days before we release this in terms of when we've recorded this. So far, he hasn't done anything to piss anyone off in Las Vegas just yet. Yeah, I think this is a typical kind of response, though, by pro-gun lobbyists or, or anyone who's kind of pro-gun, is that after a mass shooting like this, you go you go a bit quiet. I mean, he's been tweeting and stuff and offering condolences, but he hasn't... I think he's trying to nullify the, the debate, really, around guns. Obviously, if he talk, starts talking about it, then everyone's going to start talking about it, but it, it is something that kind of pops up after every mass shooting, the debate over gun laws, and it doesn't seem to ever come to anything. Um, the NRA obviously always gets its way. It's a pretty powerful lobby group. Um, but it's to me it just defies logic that they haven't really... It's common sense, essentially. People keep on getting killed by guns, maybe try and restrict the people that are actually able to get guns or at least have some kind of clearance to be able to get guns. And the NRA actually, I think, surprised a few people with sort of their response. I mean, they took a few days to to come out with a response, but, I mean, they sort of agreed that there needs to be a bit of regulation in regards to these whole bump stock uh, accessories on guns, which, look, that's a whole other episode in itself. I barely understand them and reading through all these things, but they're trying to explain it to us. I mean, I guess as Australians, we just basically know that a gun's got a trigger and a bullet. That's about it. Uh, but, it, I mean, I guess it's kind of interesting that they they took a, a little bit of a stance. I mean, obviously they didn't come out and sort of take the stance that we all want them to take when it comes to gun control. But, I mean, for once, they've sort of, sort of, called for a bit of regulation, which, uh, you know, surprising from the NRA. Yeah, it is. Um, I'll have to look into it a bit further um, because I feel like just knowing the history of the NRA, there'd have to be some kind of catch. Like They're giving up a tiny little thing 
to try and, um, I don't know, stop a lot from getting taken away from them. But, yeah, it's not like them to do that. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's really the same old debate that comes up when something like this happens. Uh, it's going to happen again, um, you know, hopefully not on the level of this, and, and it shouldn't happen again, obviously. This is the thing that people obviously will talk about every time something like this happens, and the fact that, you know, we shouldn't have to have a conversation about this when these things happen. And look, I, I, I firmly believe that it's it's obviously a lot more complicated than us as Australians will ever understand. I mean, having spent time in America, having talked to Americans about this, it's really not something as simple as whenever this happens, they automatically bring up what we did here in Australia and they automatically think that that's the solution, which on paper, of course, it's the solution. But in realistic terms, you just can't do that overnight in America because it's a lot more complicated. And that's where I think, you know, this is where America, the most powerful country in the world, they can't even sort out a, a healthcare system properly, which sounds easy on paper. I think it's even more complicated when it comes to gun control. So it's it's sadly something that we're going to see again in the future, but we just obviously hope that somehow they can come up with something that makes something like this not as frequent and not as easy as it clearly seems to be in America. Hmm. I think there's a lot of fear there. Obviously, the big worry that people have is if oh, if we start, you know, restricting guns, then I mean, there's still going to be all these illegal guns on the street, which people are going. So therefore, there's going to be a higher proportion of criminals with guns or whatever. So that seems to be the big fear. But that's it's not like the regulations they're going for is essentially just people who the the, the main things they're pushing for is essentially background checks yeah. or. Um, restricting people who have a history of violence from actually being able to purchase a gun. Which is, I mean, um, I've had conversation. I remember when I was in Alaska, for example, having conversation about sort of gun control just in that state because, I mean, Alaska is a very high hunting state given the, the size yeah. and proportion of it. And it was interesting kind of the regulations involved with certain guns that, like, it was fairly commonplace and easy to get sort of a high powerful hunting weapon or sort of a rifle uh but when it came to like pistols and just your basic handguns they're like very hard to get in alaska so it's kind of like certain states obviously will have different laws around them and all this sort of stuff and i mean given you know a lot of of australian laws generally when it comes state to state we're not just obviously talking about gun control but a lot of things most states fall into line with pretty much most of the laws whereas america you got 50 states you got 50 states basically with different laws uh so i mean that in itself causes a a massive problem and and again this is a country that you legitimately walk into walmart and they're just there they're just there for you to see openly you know we've seen those famous uh sort of uh you know ads where you open up a bank account get a gun you know it's kind of Yeah. yeah it's it's such a it's such a weird concept to people outside of the country i feel but again you talk to americans even the staunchest you know anti gun people in america it's it's always a very interesting topic of debate when it comes to, to them and just, just the right and what this means to them as a country. Because I think at the end of the day, it doesn't necessarily come down to the fact about guns. It's symbol of freedom. It's in the Constitution. You know, this is what makes America. Yeah. So that's kind of, I think, what it comes go, down to. You go the other way with it. You could say that well, I should be entitled to the freedom to not fear for my life when I'm exactly. going to a crowded event or whatever. And t- I know... Yes, we say all this kind of stuff where yeah, it's a complicated issue, but like the statistics don't lie. I mean, that they they show that more guns equals more gun deaths. Um, America has the highest concentration of guns in the developed world per capita, 
and they have overwhelmingly the highest number of gun deaths. Um, and I've seen people try to argue, uh, say, oh, yeah, but, I mean, we saw last year in Nice, you know, the killed 80-odd people with a truck, so this doesn't happen, you know, this could happen with anything. Well, no, that's that was a one-off, really. I mean, that's it's not an epidemic. This happens every week in America or more than a week in America. And the thing is, guns make it much easier for people to kill each other. I'd sooner take my chances dodging out of the way of a truck than dodging a bullet. That's a very, um, very good point, the way you put that. And I also think a lot of people, too, um, you know, throwing out the, the T word, terrorism, you know, why is this not terrorism? Why is something else terrorism? I mean, that in itself is a different debate. But, I mean, I, you know, the word terrorism, essentially, it's to incite fear and yeah. People are afraid to go out in public uh, in massive, uh, you know, public spaces after an event like this, aren't they? Yeah, well, this is, is uh, terrorism is generally politically motivated. Um, it's trying to cause some sort of change, whereas this guy just seemed like he was, you know, he'd romanticised the idea of going out and shooting a bunch of people and how much fun that would be with a gun. I doubt he would have done the same thing if he didn't have access to a gun. I doubt he would have had the same kind of... Um, motivation to go out and do it with a truck. Well, you um, you imagine, it like yeah, it was like he essentially like he was getting his jollies off or whatever, shooting a bunch of people, uh, uh, playing sniper essentially. Well, you you imagine the 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 response and the reaction to this if a he had have been Muslim, b they had have found a, a an ISIS flag or something like that. I mean, you obviously remember the the siege in Sydney a few years ago where you know, straight under attack just because he happened to be Muslim and put up a flag that they thought was ISIS, which it wasn't ISIS. Um, and, I mean, you know, I never forget that headline, the day Australia changed. Really? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, um, I'm not trying to laugh that off. It was a tragic event. But, um, you know, it's just the, the different responses this would be uh, if you change this guy's race and add a couple of little extra things to him. So, um, Even if you just change his race, yeah. I think, like, it doesn't have to have anything else. I think that this is like the stories com- spun completely differently. I mean, exactly. you get, yeah, d- a different narrative. And Trump's um, response. I mean, imagine if, you know, we, we know how hardline he is on, you know, Muslim immigration and all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, just that in itself would have been completely different. Yeah. It, uh, it's, I think it's terrible kind of uh, implications for what the, what America or what, the world is like essentially i mean it's not i think you see things like that and you realize just how ridiculous kind of um you know political agendas are indeed well paul always a pleasure having you on and uh hopefully next week we won't have uh, necessarily as uh, much serious stuff to talk about and uh we always look forward to having you on the show no matter what but thank you for your time today yeah it's been good thanks you would have remembered uh several months back we played a bit for you uh, on the show in regards to a scammer calling me, uh, one of those Australian taxation office scammer people claiming that I'm going to get arrested and go to jail if I don't pay him a billion dollars or something along those lines and sort of trolled him a little bit, had some fun with him. And I thought that was it. I thought I'm on their blacklist. They'll never call me again. Turns out that's incorrect. I actually got another call from them uh, during the week and uh Thought I'd record it again, have a bit more fun. I got a little bit further this time around. It's a little bit longer, this one, but uh, just stay with it right to the end because it's a bit of fun. Thank you for calling each year, Hermie Holdby. Uh, yes, hello. I just got a uh, message left on my phone to call this number back about 
I didn't really understand it too much. I couldn't understand it, but so to call this number back immediately. Okay, uh, believe that I'm speaking with Japan, Ban Waterworth. Yes, that's correct. That's me. Alright, Mr. Waterworth, this is the officer Robert Smith from the Australian Taxation Office, and the reason of our calling you that there is a legal lawsuit filed on you by the Australian Taxation Office. So, do you have any idea regarding this legal case? which is filed against you. Do you have a criminal attorney who can represent you in that inside the courthouse? Uh, uh, this is all news to me, mate. Sorry, just so I have legal proceedings against me, did you say? Yes. There is a legal lawsuit filed on you by the Australian Taxation Office. So do you have any idea regarding this legal case? No, sorry. Please tell me more. This is a bit concerning. Okay. So if you don't have any idea regarding this legal case, do you want me to provide you the more information regarding this case? A- absolutely, I-, I definitely do. Please tell me more. Okay. So now, the thing is that before I go and give any further information regarding this case, I would like to notify that the line on which we are talking right now, it has been federally recorded and as well as monitored by the Australian Federal Police Department, Municipal Courthouse, Attorney General Office and the Australian Taxation Headquarters. So I would appreciate if you do not interrupt me while I will give you this information and do not use any kind of abuse word on this federally recorded line. And I will give you the fair enough chance to speak and ask your questions regarding this case. But once I will finish from the Mars side, am I clear? Uh, understood, sir. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So now, here we go. Like generally what happened, Mr. Waterworth, each and every year, we file your ta- you file your taxes, we just check in and accept it. We never do the verification. But every five years, the main headquarter has to do an audit to make sure whether the taxes filed are correctly or not. So right now, the main headquarter did an audit of each and every taxpayer taxes from the year of 2011 to the year of 2016. In that audit, when we come up to you, when we do the audit of your taxes, we just come to know that the taxes which you have paid in the year of 2014 and 2015 was not correct. There was a mistake and there was calculation found in that two years. In those two years, the amount which you have paid was not met with the amount which we have on our file. It shows that you are trying to run away with the government money by showing less amount and you are trying to defrauding with the government by not paying your taxes correctly. So that is the only reason at this present moment the ATO will file a legal lawsuit against you with the four serious criminal allegation and that is the only reason your unbelievable arrest warrant has been put on hold now and the allegation which is filed under your name Count one violation of ATO rules and regulations. Count two violation of ATO code. Count three theft by deception. And count four willful misrepresentation of information to the government organization. So now, at this present moment, once the ever conversation will be finished, once as well as you in a hang up this line. In the next coming 24 hours, the Australian Federal Police Department will be contacting you and they will be serving you with the legal case file, the court subpoena and the legal unbailable arrest warrant. And then after, they will arrest you for the further investigations for next coming 72 hours and then your case will be downloaded in the courthouse. And once your case will be downloaded in the courthouse and if you are found guilty in the court, then I will let you know what are the consequences you need to face.
if you are found guilty in the courthouse, so might be as possible, the judge and the jury will sue you for minimum thirty to forty thousand dollars as a penalty charges. You are getting arrested for five years, three years of the house arrestment. Whatever the property do you have, including your house, your car, all your non-bank accounts, your debit card, your credit cards, your private bonds, your government bonds, your driver's license, your passport, each and everything will be seized and the person by the Australia Taxation Office. We also inform to your employer, your banking, and your creditors regarding this tax fraud. So might be as possible, you lose your job and your credit score will be downgraded up to 200 points. So these are the consequences which you need to face if the case will be downloaded in the courthouse and if you are found the guilty in the courthouse. And at this present moment, the outstanding amount which you owe to the 8 year, which is $4,994.35. This is the amount which you owe to the 8 year for the year of 2014 and the year of 2015. So now, Mr. Watford, just let me know, what is your intention regarding this legal case? Do you have a criminal attorney who can't represent you inside the courthouse? Wow, gee. Wow, sorry, I'm just in shock. This is tragic. Um, Gee, uh, look, I, yeah, I, I do. Um, uh, You know, his name's Mike. Uh, uh, Mike can't talk. I'm sure I can find him. It says, you said $4,994.35 to be correct. Is that what you said, yes. sir? Yeah. Okay. Yes, perfect. Gee, see, I'll tell you one thing. Um, If that was only $4,994, I probably could pay, but that $0.35 cents really puts me over the threshold. Shit. Oh, sorry, I'm not meant to swear. Um, Damn. Um, Can you tell me how I can fix this, please? I'm so... Oh, I'm really nervous. I'm really worked up. Please, I don't want. I don't want to go to jail. Please, just how can I fix this? Please help me. Okay, uh, I completely understand. Like you want to fix this matter out of the courthouse, but I'm really yes. sorry for that. At this present moment, we are not sitting over here to collect any kind of money. This is not any kind of bill collection agency. We're okay. just giving you a call because we just need your criminal attorney information who can represent you inside the courthouse. Because okay. as you know. Once the conversation will be finished, you are getting arrested. Your warrant will be going to be inactivated. Okay. But I just want to just just give me the one answer. Like, why we are giving you a chance to make this payment and get this matter resolved out of the courthouse. Can you give me one good reason, please, for that? Uh, I'm sorry, a good reason to to what? To make the payment or why I didn't like, pay? Or? Why, yeah, like, why we are giving you a chance, why we are giving you an opportunity to make this payment and get this matter resolved out of the courthouse. I, 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 so why, why should I, is this an excuse you want me to give you, sir? Or like, I, I don't understand what you want me to say here. Sorry, I'm just, I'm still in shock. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm really nervous I'm right now. You like, why? For what reason we are giving you a chance? Why we are giving you an opportunity to resolve the matter? Can you give me one good reason, please, for that? Because I'm a nice person. I mean, because I, I, I've always paid my taxes on time, and I, I give to charity, and I like puppies. Like, can you just tell me? Like, I, I, I'm a good person. Please, I don't want to go to jail. Okay. All right, Mister Waterworth has already informed this present one. I'm really sorry for that. I can, I'm not able to helping you out, but uh, I can only do one thing for you at this present moment. I'm just go ahead and simply head ahead with the my restitution department to the my higher authority, and let's see if they are giving you any chance to rectify this matter out of the courthouse by paying this unpaid amount today itself. So definitely, I will let you know. But I'm not giving you any kind of guarantee or I'm not giving you any kind of assurance from my side. Yes, they are giving you a chance. Okay. But yes, 
I will try all level best. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that, sir. What was your name again? Sorry, I didn't get your name. My name is Officer Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Okay. Thank you, Robert Smith. So, are you going to transfer me? Are you, or what are you going to do now? I'm just going to try. I'm just going to talk with my higher authority. Okay. Okay. Just do one thing. Just stay on the line. I will, Robert. Thank you. Don't put me on mute. Don't put me on hold. And don't hang up this line. And make sure. Don't talk with any other third person on this federally recorded line. Okay. Because, as you know, the line will be recorded, and we need to submit this recording in the court as an evidence. I understand. Okay? I understand, sir. I'll, I'll hold. All right. Yeah, just be in the line, So as of right now, I actually don't know um, what the hell's happening. I've never made it this far before. Generally, they always hang up on me, or they kind of gather that I'm, I don't know. But um, I've muted them at the moment. So, um, hmm. $4,994.35. Very specific. Very specific. Officer Robert Smith. Sounds like Robert Smith to me. So, I guess we'll just uh, continue on here to see what old Robert Smith wants from me. Last time we did this, we uh, were told to go to Woolworths, I believe. Uh, so, government organization called Woolworths. So let's just see what uh, Officer Robert Smith is going to do here. I'm intrigued. He's taking his time. Obviously a very busy day at the Australian Taxation Office. All these people that they're arresting, waiting, and uh, just uh, getting a bit worked up, clearly. I thought they'd blocked my number. I thought they'd given up on me, to be completely honest with you, but... um, I think there's a different number to the last time when they had me, so let's wait and see what happens here. Just uh, chilling. We'll wait. This could be a while. Let's see how long this takes. Okay, are you there? I, I am. Yes, I'm here. I just, I just had a heard with the modern institution department regarding your case to the Mahal Authority, and they are just telling me that before they take any decision regarding your case, they just want me to asking you a few questions on behalf of them. Okay. And then after, they will take any decision regarding your case. Okay. So make sure whatever the question answer you provide to me, to be honest and truthfully on this federally recorded line. Okay. Because, right as it possible, this recording will be used against you or in favor of you in the court. Oh, all so right. Make sure whatever you say, say in your favor or to be honest. Okay? Okay. I, I understand. I'll be honest. I promise. Okay. Is that like you have done this tax fraud intentionally or it was a done by mistake? Oh, I'll be honest with you, Robert. I did it intentionally. I thought I'd get away with it, and clearly I haven't. So I'm sorry about that. Okay. Have you ever been arrested for any reason in the last three years? Any criminal reason or any other reason? Yes, I have. I got caught having sex with a dog, and I'm very upset about that. But I'll be honest with you, I went to jail for a little bit for that, so I did, yes. Hello, Robert, are you there? Yes, yeah, I'm here. Okay, and like, uh, have, you re- uh, have you ever been involved in any kind of money laundering charges uh, before? Well, I mean, uh, not too much. I mean, you know, every now and then when I go out, there would be some friends and we'd talk about it, but I, you know, I'd get drunk sometimes and I don't know if I actually did it or not, but I'll, I'll, I, I probably did. I can't completely remember, to be honest, but, I mean, in the spate of honesty, I'll just say yes because I don't want to get into any more trouble here, Robert. I'm talking about the money laundering. I'm talking about the money laundering charges. Yeah, no, I understand, and I, look, I'm never formal charges. Well, I've never been charged, but, okay, so we'll know then if that's what you want to say with that. 
Okay. And uh, have you ever filed for any bankruptcy? Not yet, but I might have to after I uh, deal with this, clearly. But no, not yet. Okay. Have you ever been involved in any kind of scam or any kind of any other wrong activities? Uh, no, not that I know of. I mean... You know, there are, every now and then I get sort of those calls from people who are scamming me, but <laughs> I'm pretty good at, you know, realising who they are, so I don't fall for those. So, no, I've, I've never done it myself. Okay, so now the things are just present moment. Okay, we just checked the history and uh, yeah, there were hard authorities just ready to giving you first and the last opportunity to make this payment and get this matter resolved out of the courthouse. Okay. But there are the three conditions which you need to follow if you want to resolve the matter. Okay? Okay. If you're not able to follow the three conditions, then I'm sorry, you're not able to complete the case. Okay. So first of all, I will let you know what kind of condition you need to follow. Once you agree, then I will guide you how we make the payments. Okay? Okay. I understood, Robert. So now, the first condition is that, like, uh, at this present moment, until or unless your case has been resolved, Okay, your payment has been not done. You don't hang up this line, don't put me on mute, and don't put me in a hole. And you're not authorized to talk with any other third person. Because if you're trying to do this thing, then I'm sorry, we're just going to simply activate your warrant, and then after, the case will be downloaded in the court. So make sure, don't talk with anyone else, don't put me on mute, don't put me in a hole, and don't hang up this line. Okay? Okay, understood. Now, the second condition. Second condition is that at this present moment, we are giving you only a maximum time limit, which is the 60 minutes, one hour approx. Oh, wow, okay. Okay? Definitely, we will give you extra time if you want, but it depends on your genuineness and your cooperation, which you will be showing to the ATU. Okay. But at this present moment, the time limit, which is for you, it's maximum time limit, which is one hour, approximately. Okay? Okay. Now, the third and the last and most important condition. Uh, the thing is that at this present moment, we are going to get this matter resolved out of the courthouse, okay? And uh, it, you are getting this kind of opportunity, okay, sir? ATU is not allowing you to discuss or disclose this matter to with anyone else, okay? Until or unless your case has been resolved, you are not authorized to inform anyone else, I am getting this kind of trouble, and the ATU will give me a chance to make this payment and get the matter resolved out of the courthouse. Okay. Until or unless your case has been resolved, you're not authorized to discuss or disclose regarding this case with anyone, okay? Until or unless your case has been resolved or your payment has been not done. Because if you are trying to discuss or disclose this matter with anyone else before the matter will be resolved out of the court, then I'm sorry. We simply activate the warranty and download this case. Because at this present moment, the case is between you and the ATO only. So okay. you're not allowing you to disclose this matter with anyone. Okay? Okay, Not no. even your family members, friends, colleagues, none of them. Alright, not okay. even my dog? Not, no one was. Okay, alright, thanks Robert, okay, I understand. Now, the thing is that this present moment, we are not able to accept your amount by cash, by check, by debit card, by credit card, by any online transaction, not even any kind of money under through. Because each and everything will be under investigations right now, if your name is put on a default list, and under your name they are showing a red flag error, sir. You need to make this amount by using a tax pay voucher. Okay. okay. This voucher is available to your store, lay near a store like Woolworth, Big W, 7-Eleven, Coles, Myers, Kmart, Target. So which one is nearest to you at this present moment? Um, oh, look, I live pretty close to a Woolworths, so I could go to Woolworths. Yeah, like how much time it will take to reach to the Woolworth? 
Oh, maybe five minutes. Okay. So the one thing you can use your debit card, you can use your credit card, and you can use the cash to buy the voucher. Once you buy the voucher, you need to upload this money on that voucher, and you need to verify with me the number. So I can register the number in the your name, and then after we are going to fix an appointment for you by tomorrow with one of their bar counselor officer, with one of their government accountant. They are giving you four documents regarding this case resolvement, like one of first. One of this is like NOC certificates, a non-objection certificate. Second one is the receipt copy of your amount, okay. And third one is the clearance certificates. Whatever the amount you are going to pay, it's each and everything be clear, nothing pending. And the last and the fourth one is to deactivate your warrant certificates. That means your case has been resolved, your warrant has been deactivated. Now nothing will be pending. Each and everything be clear. And as well as every government accountant explaining you. Like what kind of mistake you have done, okay? And when you do this mistake, so you are in your future, you are not going to repeat the same mistakes, and you are not facing this kind of trouble one more time, okay? Oh, okay. Well, shit, Robert, I've got some news. Yeah. Um, hang on, Robert, just quickly, you told me I'm not allowed to tell anyone, right? Um, yeah, I think I just, I think I might have just, uh, I just texted, I texted my dad, and I told him that I stuffed up. Shit, what do I do? I shouldn't have told him, should I? You told me not to tell anyone. Um. Oh, what what do I do? Can I, like, how do I, shit, I'm so sorry, Robert, what do I do? I'm really, oh, can you tell me how I can fix that? I'm so sorry. Sorry? I, I texted my dad and I told him what I'm doing. I mean, you told me not to tell anyone and I told someone. I mean, does that, that means I'm in more trouble, right? You said I'm going to get arrested. No? I mean, what's what's going to happen? I broke one of your three rules. Sir, then for that reason, it's a penalty. What's $2, the penalty? $2. What's the penalty? $2,000. dollars $2, Oh, my God. So that's now like $6,994.35. Oh, no. Um, shit, I need to go to Woolworths. I need to get this voucher done, don't I? Oh, Robert. Gee, I'm so sorry. $2,000. Wow. I really need to listen to you. Oh, crap. All right. Let me just go to Woolworths. Sorry about this, Robert. I just... I have a habit of telling people when I'm in trouble. You know, when I had that thing with the dog, I kind of told a few people, and then that's how I got arrested. So, I don't want to go back to jail. Hang on a second. Let me just go to Woolworths here. Does it have to be any... Like, do, what, what do I do when I get to Woolworths? What do I say? I mean, I, I can't tell them. You told me I can't tell anyone. So, what am I meant to ask them for? Hello? Yes, go to the Woolworths. But but what am I meant to ask for? You said I'm, I've just got $2,000 fine for I telling my dad. You. I will guide you. But okay, I, will, I will guide you. Don't worry. Just stay online with me. Just take a minute and go to the Woolworths. But I, I don't understand what I'm meant to say if I'm not meant to tell people. I will guide you. Don't worry, okay? I will, I will oh, let you know what you need to do inside the store. It's very, very concerning. Okay. And I will guide you. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to the Woolworths. I'm just, you know, it's very concerning to know that I, I get a $2,000 fine for a text message. I mean, you guys are very strict. I mean, you're doing your job very, very well. I mean, I want to stop people like me who are doing these terrible scams. Terrible people who scam people, taking them out of their hard-earned money. I mean, gosh, it's who would do such a thing? It's very hard money. It's very hard work. It's hard work to scam. I wouldn't know. I mean, well, clearly I do. Clearly, huh? I've defrauded the tax department. I mean, I'm a scammer, aren't I? Gee, I'm incredibly sorry. All right, I'm just going to Woolworths now. It's it's just getting there. You must, you must, you must catch a lot of people doing this, Robert. I mean, you must must be very fulfilling work to be able to catch all these people. 
no, you don't don't find it fulfilling or don't want to talk to me, that's all right, I'm sorry. It's very it's very upsetting. Alright, so so when I get here into Woolworths, I've got to I've got to ask for something at the counter. What do I have to ask for? Uh, no, no, you don't need to ask anything. You just need to go to the prepaid card section or the gift card section, where is all the card available. Okay. Then I will guide you which card you need to pick up. Alright, so what does this card look like? I will uh, definitely have will let you know. Don't worry. Okay, it's like normal card. It's a scratchable card. Alright, well, it's I'm... like it look like a gift card. It's it's like about the gift cards so like this. Alright, well, I'm nearly there now, so just... Okay, so what am I looking for here? The prepaid card section, did you say? Yeah, a prepaid card section or a gift card section. Okay, so I'm looking at these cards now, and uh, what one am I looking for? You're in a store right now. Yes, I am, sir. Do you think, first of all, ask someone, where is the gift card section? I, I'm, I'm in front of the gift card section. I'm looking at them right now. What kind of card you... What kind of gift cards you are able to see? Oh, I can see ones here for, for Woolworths. It looks like there's a big W one here. I think that looks like a Bunnings one. Um, yeah, there's a whole different variety of ones here. Facebook one. Do I get a Facebook one, maybe? Or what do I get? Like, which card you... No, no, just... Uh, like, what kind of card you are seeing more? Just check. More company. Oh, mainly more Woolworths ones, much. Robert. I mean, I mean Woolworths. There are lots of Woolworths no, ones no, here. No, no, well, I don't know what I'm looking for. This Apple is what I need your help with. Have you, have you seen the Apple iTunes over there? A what one? Sorry, can you say that again? Apple iTunes. Uh, yes, I see an iTunes one, yes. Do I get that one? How much is the denomination of the card? How much is the denomination of the card? Oh, there's a $50 iTunes one here. Um, do I get a $50 one? No, no, just go for the higher then. Uh, $100 one? $100? Is that what you want? Higher than and more, and and then also they they also higher than the hundred dollar. Oh, all I can see is a hundred dollar ones here, Robert. Should there be a higher one or? Yeah, yeah. Should be, should they have a higher one? Like they have all they have a five hundred dollar one. Uh oh, well, fi- yeah. Hang on, no, there is a five hundred dollar one. Yes, I, I can see a five hundred dollar one. Okay, what 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 is the amount written? What is the amount written over there on the card? It's only five hundred dollar, or it's a ten to five hundred dollar. Uh, this one just says five hundred dollars on it. Uh, that's, this one is only $500, not 10 to $500? No, no, just $500. That's that's the biggest one here I can see. But yeah, but no, no, but it's written over there, $10, then dash, then $500, right? Uh, There's a $10 one here. Is there a separate one? Are you talking about on the same card? Because I can't... No, 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 no. The $500 one, okay, the $500 voucher, it's written over, just written on that voucher, Ten to $500. That means minimum you are able to upload $10. Oh, no, yes, no, you're right, Robert. No, sorry, I, I forgive me there. I've just got some tears. I can't say, yeah, no, you're right. It does. That's, that's what it says on the card. You're absolutely right. Oh, so it's 10 to $500. Yes. Huh. Is that a problem or? <laughs> can I speak with the storekeeper, please? Can you what, Sorry. I want to speak with the storekeeper. The storekeeper? Store oh. Manager. Yeah, a store manager. Okay. Um, sure, I can find one. Just bear with me a second. Let me yeah. see if I can find. Hang on a second. Yeah, just pass the phone. Yeah, just pass the Who's phone. Who's a store manager here? Hello? Hello? Oh, hi. Yep, just hang on a second. Can you speak to this guy? Yep, all right. Thanks. Yeah, hello. This is Jim. Can I help you? Yeah, 
yeah. I'm good. Uh, who is this, mate? Sorry. Team, I'm the Robert. How you going, Robert? What can I do for you? Uh, Jim, I just need a voucher. Like, I just need a Lordingo voucher. Do you have a Lordingo? Uh, yeah, mate, I do. What What do you want with it? What do you, what's this, uh, like, what? Then give that 10. I just need a five, uh, the, the guy needs a $6,000 Lordingo voucher. $6,000, $6, mate? Bloody hell, you're yeah, buying a lot of yeah, bloody yeah, shit, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy. hell, you're going crazy, bro. What? Have you ever seen a 6000 Have you ever seen a $6,000? Six thousand bucks. Have you ever no. seen a $6 in your life? Oh fucking oath, mate! No way, mate! I'm a manager at Woolworths, mate. I'm, I'm lucky huh? to see sixty bucks. Ha! <laughs> you know what I mean? Ha! <laughs> have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the six dollars together in your life? Mate, I've barely seen. Mate, I've barely seen six cents. That's what I tell you. No. Six cents together in your life? Fucking oath, no, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. Do you actually think that they believe that for a long period of time? There you go. That, my friends, is a scam. That's how you deal with it. You're welcome. I'm, I'm really hoping that they call me again because I do like playing with them and... Uh, I think that guy got a bit uh, sick of it at the end, but uh, clearly hung up on me, and that's the last I've heard from them since. Now, uh, I'm going to press this button right now. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics! Here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Get lyrics, yay! Uh, sadly, we don't have new ones for you this time around. We've had new ones the last couple of weeks, but... Uh, Back to playing some classic ones. We're going to do three for you this week. Why the hell not? Let's go back to 2013 and hear a solo one from myself. This is me singing to the Lady Gaga song, Applause. And uh, this is about the Wolf Brothers, our friends here on the show, and uh, potentially changing their genre of music. I don't know why I do this to myself every week. <laughs> some of us have to be. Tom Wolf decided he wanted to branch out. He said to Nick, let's go and sing about a spout. He said, I know something that people just wouldn't expect. It's some country rap to sing about and it's gonna get you wet. It's so exciting to rap about country I'm gonna rap around the tree And sing about free Because that's what the Wolf Brothers do now Tom Wolf is rapping in his songs Tom wants to sing about things like women In streets and cars and stuff He really wants to talk about that rap stuff And he's uh, in the ghetto in Hobart in the ghetto, in Hobart. I don't know where that is now. He's got a thing about living on the streets. Nick and Tom, their hard life, working from the roots and up and down and... Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they actually have done that since that song. Anyway, uh, going back to 2009 now, uh, Josh did a duet with Arnold Schwarzenegger, because why not? Uh, this is Arms Wide Open by Creed, I believe, and uh, singing about Kevin Rudd giving money. Here we go.
just heard the news today. Kevin Rudd's gonna give me money. I closed my eyes and began to think the many things that I could buy. The stimulus package giving me 900. It's gonna be 950. Now it's only 900. Thanks to Malcolm. If I can get the money, cause I'm not Australian, I'm Austrian, American, the governor, I'll get my own money, because I'm money. Masu's gonna show them all and have nine hundred dollars from Kerad. He owes it to me, shouted him at Burley's. And uh, why not hear from another political figure, John Howard, in 2010, singing to Justin Bieber? That's about all you need to know about this one. <laughs> Love this song. Whoa, 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 whoa. He <laughs> got an if phone. Woo! Yeah! If phone on me hip. Oh, I did me hip too. Oh, that's a bit old. Oh, oh, here we go. You know you miss me from your prime ministership. I was the cool one. I was the fashiznit. I made you think lots about people. And then when it came to push and shove, I never said the S word. That guy Raddy bet me he is a dud. He got beaten by Julia Gillard. Oh, look at that. It's so funny that people think that Mr. Abbott will be better on the brink. So I was like, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Ooh, vote for Johnny. Johnny, no, you're in the poo. Johnny, Johnny, come back because you're awesome to see. And why I'm on the brink is like my family. Oh, Johnny, Johnny, you're not moving forward because I'm backwards and I'm Johnny and I'm coming into your horde. And I like it on the brink, ooh, because that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, you're loving these. I know you are. Um, let's move on to the next bit. Now, we always like to take moments to shamelessly plug our other shows. Obviously, the Oz Network, we've gone over a little bit in the last few weeks. But uh, Survivor, uh, Season 35, has obviously started. Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. Uh, we do a weekly recap every week talking about Survivor. And we had our Season 30 contestant, Dan Foley, very outspoken uh, contestant, join us to do a recap last week. Now, just a bit of context here. Dan, I think, during his uh, season was known for putting his foot in his mouth a little bit and he uh, infamously uh, said a, in a confessional that he wished to slap another contestant 
And that other contestant happened to be a woman, and there was a bit of a backlash around his comments. And uh, another podcast, a Survivor-related podcast um, called Rob Has a Podcast, reacted to this by doing an emergency episode where they kind of got a bunch of females together to talk about sexism on Survivor. So um, we kind of brought this up slightly uh, (laughs) on this episode. A bit tongue-in-cheek. This is a few of those references compiled together of this episode of us playing into the hands of uh, potentially an emergency episode having to need to be done after some of our comments said in this episode. With these four options, you can either kiss, slap, hug, or run away. And can I just warn you, remember, if you say you will slap a woman, Rob has a podcast, we'll do an emergency would, episode. So just be careful. I was just going to say, I'm not going to say that now. <laughs> the hell? Oh, there's going to be an emergency podcast of women talking about the misogynistic questions on the Australian network. I mean, the Oz, uh, the Oz network. I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Jesus. So just, just pointing that out uh, for you, Sasha, listening. Dan will not be slapping any women because Robbie's a busy man. Right, he so, doesn't need to do another emergency so, episode. <laughs> I would probably kiss her because I think she'll slap me. Yeah, I, I'd go that road. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll do the opposite. We'll hold an emergency podcast for the slapping of the men just to balance it out. 2017. No, so. no one cares about that. It's all right. No one They're cares about to us hit either. Us. That, so that's, that, that's the, yeah, that's, that's the rule. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely spank. <laughs> Does that count? Can I say that? Yeah. Is that... Well, look, the slap can be moved downwards onto a, a, a rear end, which allows for appropriate slapping of a female. Does that, that That's not a sentence I shouldn't say. No, you I'm know what I mean. That. I said I that, would... not Dan. I said that. Don't blame Dan. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's still going to be my fault. Put down the podcast uh, no. plan, Rob. No emergency podcast needed. It's all good. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Step away from the emergency podcast button, Rob. All right. Relax, okay? Calm down. Oh, well, that doesn't get talked about, does it? Only Ben failing the, the dangly challenge. Let's forget about uh, uh, our teammate who fucked no. up the fire challenge. <laughs> Listen, she's a woman. You're not allowed to say True. that now, True. okay? Sorry, Rob. Put the button down, emergency, emergency podcast. No. We're going to have it. an emergency podcast. Stop oh, it, Rob. No. no. Here it comes. <laughs> Stop it, Rob. Put down the emergency button. It's fine. It's all good. Put down the bat phone, okay? Do not call the women's brigade, dear Lord. Uh, When you put forth impossible decisions, I'm going to go with spanking. So that's... uh... That's it. Let's I'm be honest. That's that's decision. the answer she was hoping for. Uh, <laughs> she, she was like, come on, smacking, 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 smacking. I, ap- I apologize, Lisa. Rob, don't have an emergency podcast. Put it down, Rob. Sorry. Put it down. Put the button down, Put Rob. The button down, Rob. Um, one thing I'll say is that... Uh, the, the, <laughs> Uh, we, Rob doesn't know we exist anymore. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> now on to Granny Survivor, otherwise known as Grant to me. Questions for this week, which she wrote down for me to send. Oh, at least she's not that sick. Uh, hello, dears. I've fallen ill and unable to send in my weekly questions myself. I hope my dear granddaughter sent this in. Otherwise, I'm going to choke her. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Emergency podcast. Right, protesting no. grannies everywhere. Dear Rob Sestanino, <laughs> you need to have an emergency oh. podcast. Granny is choking the granddaughters. Against violence against granddaughters. Oh, the horror of it all. 
whoever this person is sending you this, you are the greatest. Um, now, now, oh my lord! Um, now, oh shit, that's funny. Oh, God. It's the only time that sentence has ever been uttered on a podcast of ours, and it's not even due to anything to do with you or with the, me or the guests, oh, the, the listeners. That's a good quote. <laughs> that is females a good quote. Only. Females only. If it's a male, you will create an emergency podcast. Not allowed to. Not allowed to. <laughs> Just That's right. There'll be emergency podcasts everywhere. Yes, exactly. We'll do one for the sake of it. Um, Richard, thank Fuck you. Fucking emergency podcast. <laughs> Can we do just you Richard, and I do an emergency was... podcast? <laughs> we are we are at the the end here, Dan. But thank you so much. Always a pleasure, mate. And uh, best of luck with uh, everything moving forward. And you know we're going to get you back on again, whether it's for the Ferris Bueller one or an emergency episode or just whatever we feel like. Oh no, not an emergency podcast. Oh, put down the button. Jeez. <laughs> All in good fun. All in humour. And uh, hopefully people can laugh at that along the way. <laughs> Trying to get out of here, folks. Close out for another episode. Back next week, of course, as always. Um, the usual places where you can listen to us, iTunes, um, Stitcher. Make sure you do leave us some feedback. Rate us while you're there. Subscribe. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. YouTube as well, of course. But uh, in the meantime, just also want to close out this episode by saying a big congratulations to uh, Nathan Walker, who uh, this week, yesterday, to be precise, Australian time, uh, became the very first Australian to make it into the NHL. And we played... Uh, several months back, our interview that we did with Nathan uh, several years ago, uh, when he was just on the cusp of making the the lineup for the Washington Capitals, and now he's finally managed to debut, and he scored a goal in his first debut match uh, for the Capitals as well. So, an outstanding uh, achievement for Australian sport. I think this really needs to be talked up a lot more than it is. Um, you know, the very first Australian to play in the NHL, uh, just such an incredible feat, considering we're a country of basically 20 ice rinks in the entire nation, uh, for somebody to come from our country to go and make it into the biggest uh, ice hockey league in the world. So, uh, big congratulations to Nathan. Obviously, we are a, sort of a bit of ice hockey background here on the show, and I'm happy to say that we are looking at covering the uh, Van Diemen's League playoffs uh, starting in a few weeks' time. Obviously, people are probably thinking we've been a bit absent from that this year, but um, stay tuned for that. We're planning on doing it as we have uh, previously and uh, hoping to cover, I think, our now our seventh consecutive or our sixth consecutive Tasmanian Ice Hockey League Grand Final in the coming weeks. So um, stay tuned for that. We'll have more news for that coming your way soon. And, of course, also possible uh, announcement of Brink Unleashed as well. New one coming your way. So, um, yeah, that's all for us. Another episode of The Brink. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Until then, keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. Good night.